With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. This week, we are honored to have Marsha Davies, who's the Chief Operating Officer for the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, MBA. Proud to have them as a sponsor of the podcast, partnership with them. And we're going to be talking about Empower. It's just around the corner. It's taking place this year on October 26th here in Austin at the Convention Center in Austin, Texas. And we're excited to have Marsha Davies back on the microphone. Marsha, good to have you here. Good to be here, David. Thank you for promoting Empower and the work we're doing. Oh, it's so easy to do because we believe in it, especially having two daughters and, and so many people that I want to influence on that. But also I want to just say for those of you that did not listen to Marsha and Emily Davies on the Mother's Day special that we did on Mother's Day or the weekend after Mother's Day, go back and listen to it. It is one of the down, most downloaded podcasts we have. It was recorded April 13th. 2019. Paul, thanks for putting that up in the show notes here as we're doing this. Marcia, I want to get in talking about Empower, and I want to really talk about where's the genesis, where it sparked the idea to start Empower. Well, I think in my position here at MBA, I have a unique window into our industry because I see a lot of different events that go on across the nation. And so you could really see the dynamics that happen, um, whether you're at a servicing conference or an annual conference or accounting and financial management, you get to see a lot of different players. And what I was noticing was I wasn't surprised that there were fewer women than men at the events. I've been in this industry a long time, and yeah. I know that um, we're working hard to get more and more women not only to be in our industry, but to get into leadership roles. But what surprised me was when there were women at events, they didn't seem to know one another. And mm. I sat with that for a while, and I couldn't imagine that with so few women in the industry that they didn't know each other, that they didn't have the opportunity to perhaps interact with each other. So I decided to see if women would take time out of a very busy conference to um, spend some time getting to know other women and making some connections, even if it's just so at the next time you're at a conference, you have somebody to sit next to in a session. And so I invited randomly 75 women. I didn't know most of them. And 150 showed up. And an idea was sparked from there that creating ways for women to connect and get to know each other was a real need that we had in our industry. And um, so in a real sense, Empower started that day at that lunch. 
That is such a great story. And we're going to ask this again later on, but how would you go about getting involved? April 13th, earlier this year, right now, because I want that stressed at the beginning. It's as simple as going to mba.org. And there is a button at the top of our webpage that says Empower, or you can type Empower into the search feature, and it will take you to a landing page. And there is a way to join the community. You just hit a button, and it's intuitive from there. Everything we do is about promoting opportunities for women, whether it's for personal development or to make connections or to ask a question of one another. So we have an online community and free webinar series. We also do videos every month, and um, then we host events. And this year we've hosted over 30 events uh, around the country. Wow. Yeah. I, I, Trisha Begliazzo does a lot of these with you, for you, and in partnership with you. She does such a good job. You both, uh, your whole team is excellent. You know, when you look at Empire's reach and the popularity, it is growing rapidly, not only amongst professional women in the industry, but also with men. Next week, we've got Bill Cosgrove mm-hmm. coming on and talking about what Bill is doing. And it's, I want tee that up for next one, give a promo to next week's interview. But why is it so important for Empire to have buy-in from both men and women? Well, I think it's important for us to work together in order to really make progress on um, workplace equality and balance. And really, it's, it's important to have the leaders, the champions like Bill Cosgrove and others who are making this a priority because they understand the value of diversity of thought and diversity of perspective and really trying to create um, a culture of inclusion. And so it's important, I think, for men to be part of the dialogue and the discussion that we have at Empower because we may tee up issues and talk about how to tackle them, but we need men to be part of the solution, right? We need to work together and come up with what we think the best strategies are and also share what may work and what may not work. And so we're always exchanging information and ideas. And this year we have Byron Boston who is hosting the leadership panel at um, Empowering You. And so we will have a man facilitating the discussion with this panel of senior women in our industry. And I think he'll bring a great perspective to the conversation. Kudos for doing that. I think that's outstanding. Let's talk about people that are coming into the industry. We're talking about recent college graduates or others that are just entering the field for the first time. Marsha, what career advice would you give them? I, I guess the best advice is don't be afraid to come into our industry. Um, there are so many opportunities, and you may start out say in sales, and then end up in capital markets. The the beauty of this industry is there's a lot of opportunity. There's been a lot of longevity, and I think that means there's some great mentors who are there in these organizations that can help really shape, you know, the young people coming in, the career paths they could have, become really good mentors for them. And I think it's important also not to limit yourself to believing you only have the skill set for one particular area. A lot of times, skills are transferable, and I think that, again, this industry, which I've been in for 30 years now, and as you know, my daughter is in this industry as well, and I just think there are so many opportunities, and um, we need the young, fresh perspectives coming in, 
as David, you and I talk about, there will be a day where we need them <laughs> to take the seats that we're sitting in. Yes, and so let's help so them be prepared to do so. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. And Alice, I just got to, you know, the interview you and I did of Bill, we talked about that. All the women, and then we had Alice when we were together in Washington, D.C. last year for this event, how we interviewed so many of the women. And I, you remember how enthusiastic they were after they came out of the conference? The Empire, there, it, was, it was just so powerful. It was, and it's uh, it's just amazing how energizing um, our whole team felt with that event uh, the last couple of years, and it just isn't something you can translate unless they're actually immersed in the event, um, and it, it just does wonderful things for your team because they come back to the office and with all of that energy and are ready to take on new uh, new initiatives for the entire organization, not just simply women initiatives. One of the great things, having it the day before our annual convention starts, the first year we did that was in Denver. And I remember on Sunday going down to the convention floor and there were women who were, you know, passing each other in the hallway and they were high-fiving each other. And I was like, that's terrific. That's not only great energy, but those are connections that they made so that, again, it's really being sure that women are there to not only support other women, but also for us to provide opportunities for career growth and really professional development in a way that you're open to, you know, talking about the things, the challenges you face and having people around you support you and help you out. That's yeah, it's so good. And I just want to make sure all our listeners are listening to this podcast, listen to next week's, come back and listen to it. There, Bill gets into it a lot more, Alice and I do, in our interview with Bill. You know, the program is now in its third year, and uh, it's really evolved. Let's talk about how you've seen it evolve over this short three years. It seems like it's been around longer than that, but it's not been very long. Mm-hmm. But damn, so powerful. Well, it's you're actually right. It has been around a little bit longer that um, the first eight months or so, we didn't we didn't have a brand. We didn't know what to call ourselves, but we were doing these networking events, and they just kept getting momentum. And so the team at MBA, and as you have talked about on so many of your podcasts, we are blessed at MBA to have such a great team, so many talented people, and we sat down as a team and decided that we really needed to look at the best way to create engagement opportunities. And so we have an online community, and that is a place where you can go not only and get information about what's going on and what events, but there is data there and studies and people post articles and videos. And it's also a way you can sort and have a direct conversation with another member in the community. So you can sort by name or by company, by title. If you, um, We've had some women who are new into the industry or new into their position post a question asking if there was somebody who had experience with a certain business question and they can get resources through the community. So having the online community was one piece of it. And having events, we started out doing events at MBA conferences so that um, your badge would get you into the Empower event, no special you know, ticket required. Mm-hmm. And then the regional MBAs, Debbie Sosa, if you know Debbie yes, from love uh, Massachusetts. Debbie. Yes. yes, she was the very first. I said she was the trailblazer. She called us and said, I want to do one of these Empower events at my annual conference. 
And so from there, the idea was born that we can partner with the state associations who want to bring in power to their conferences. And so we've been doing that now for the last two years. And then we started our webinar series. So we're continuing to find ways to connect with women because we know not every woman can travel to one of our events. So let's find ways to bring resources to them. And our quarterly webinar series has been really, really popular. And um, we find out that there are some organizations that do listening parties and sit and listen to the webinar and then talk about it afterwards as part of an internal group. Okay. So I, I really think it's, it's reaching out and touching more women than we ever realized we could, we could engage and touch. Uh, well, when you, when you create something that's so powerful and effective, especially in the content, it does have a big impact. And this year, you've got an exciting lineup of guest speakers. Let's talk about them. Who do you have coming this year? We have some great speakers. So um, we have Brad Meltzer. And Brad Meltzer is not only a great author, he is a host on the History Channel. He talks yes. about leaving your legacy. And Brad is one of those speakers that you'll think about what he says and his messages for several days after you hear him speak. So we're very excited that Brad is going to come and address the group. We have Dia Sims. And for those who know P. Diddy or Sean Combs or (laughs) (laughs) all the different names he's had, she is his right-hand person, and she talks about how their relationship evolved, how she had to step away and what enticed her to go back and talks about personal brand and personal branding. As I mentioned, we have a leadership panel with some great industry leaders, and that panel always gets high marks. I think people really love hearing from successful people in our industry about the struggles they've had, how they've overcome them, successes, advice. We also have a woman named Meg Myers Morgan, who is a great, she's a professor, and she tells a great story about what we can learn on negotiating our life and balance in our life um, from the eyes of her four-year-old daughter. And so, um, yeah, it's really great. And she is just an awesome speaker. And actually, for those in the industry who know Kristen Messerly of Cultural Outreach, this is Kristen's mentor. And so Kristen connected us. And I I just have been so impressed with Meg and her story that she's going to be part of our program. And then finally, Mika Brzezinski is back again. Mika is back. Mika is back. And this year we're going to talk about managing change and resilience. As two women who have, you know, been in the workplace for many decades, we're going to share what we think works well, some of the things you have to overcome if you're dealing with change, and really what it takes to have resiliency at times when you may feel like you don't have input to the change or control over some things that are going on. And it, you know, this could be a tough question for you because you sound like you're so excited about all of them, but what are you most excited about? this year's event? You know, the thing that makes me so happy about this event, it's a lot of work and everybody really is excited for it. The energy in the room, and I know you saw the energy in the hallway um, last year, but when 
when that event kicks off and the energy in the room and every time we stop for a break, it is really, um, no pun intended, empowering. I mean, when women get together and we're all working kind of towards the same goal and we're all learning and supporting each other, it is really, really powerful. Every year I'm excited about the program, but I'm most excited about getting to have a day where we all come together and we really mm-hmm. um, connect with one another and support one another. Yeah, it, 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 I got to tell you, sitting outside the wall, the doors, I couldn't go in. I'm a guy, so I couldn't go into that. It was so, you watch people coming out, there was emotions. They could not, those that I could ran over the booth said, I got to share with you what happened here. And they shared a story, and it was so powerful, made some wonderful connections. I think some lifelong friends came out of just sitting in the sound yes. booth recording afterwards, and, and, and they're so excited about it. What are some of the key takeaways attendees will leave with this year? Well, first, let me tell you, men are welcome in the room this year. Oh, so okay. um, you can stick your head when, when in. Whenever I have a break, I get to stick my head in. Press is not welcome, but but men are welcome. We okay. do like to keep it a safe space if people share stories and are vulnerable in the room. Yes. But I think some of the key takeaways are the relationships that are built. Yes. What I hear also is from the speakers, there's a lot of practical, actionable advice that people walk away with that they feel that, um, and Alice, I think you, you said it so well, you take back to the office and you look at things perhaps a little differently or you have energy to engage your leadership teams or the other women in your office to, you know, make some progress and tackle some, whether it's tackle issues or ways to support each other, create opportunities that are mini risks, maybe for people on projects and things to give them the opportunity to expand, you know, what they're working on when they go back to the office. Mm-hmm. Alice, you want to jump in and comment on that? Well, I think I just hope all our listeners are picking up on, on really that key point, right? The women make up a large percentage of the mortgage operations, and it's such a critical part of what we do, that manufacturing process. And to make sure that group has resources, feel that they also get to get out of the office, <laughs> right? Very often in the sales world, there's all kinds of sales type and events for that group, but this is really an opportunity for even women in operations to, you know, get energized and get a fresh perspective. That's so true. Well, let's get into talking about beyond the annual Empowering You event, the summit that we have here in Austin. What are some of the additional Empower events and opportunities for members of the community to connect and come together? So we've we've touched on some of them. We do quarterly webinars, and um, we have one coming up in November on emotional intelligence. Mm. We just finished one a few weeks ago on the 10 things that are getting in your way, and so that Mm. was a great one. And we we try to pick topics that are practical for anyone to use in their daily lives and in the workplace. And so I think the webinars are a great way. We are going to a lot of regional events. So even if you can't, can't get to some of the national events that MBA hosts, you know, hopefully Empower is going to be at one of the um, regional MBA events that you attend. And to get active in the community, when you're in the community, you can sign up one of two ways to get the information. You can get it every day in your email. So 
if we send out some new research or something, you'll get an email that day. Or you can get your weekly summary. So if you don't want to see all the chatter that goes on every day, you can just get it once a week and you can, you know, glance down at the things that um, you find interesting or important. And so I do think joining the community and becoming active in it is a great way to connect as well. I was just talking to a woman executive this past week who was talking about the resources to be able to read that and read through all that, the, the quote-unquote chatter. That was just so powerful and valuable. There were several things that were talked about in one of the recent communications that really just hit home for her, and it was so powerful. Keep up the good work on that. Let, let's talk about your vision for the future. What is your hope and vision for Empower over the next couple of years? What's ahead? I really... In a way, it's really difficult to answer that question. I want to see Empower continue to grow. And most importantly, I want to see people leveraging the Empower community and that network. I've been told the work we're doing has helped women make the ask. So whether that is for a sale or closing on a business deal or for a raise or the opportunity to contribute on a project in a different way, whatever it is, they're telling me that the work that we're doing and the connections they're making, it's really helping them kind of stand up and stand out and stand for themselves. So I would really like to see that growth continue and um, the connections that are being made and the women that are stepping up to support each other and to do things like Union Home is doing with bringing it inside the walls of their organization and leveraging what we have available, but then expanding it to even more that best fits the needs of their organization, I think is just a win-win. It is just so important that people realize the power that this can have to do what the name suggests, empowering the whole company. When we empower the women in our companies, we're empowering the whole company. And it's just so important. It's a big part of the MBA strategic plan and being a leader in promoting diversity and inclusion for its members and the entire mortgage industry. Explain to our listeners, if you could here real quickly as we wrap up this interview, why MBA is going to above and beyond in its efforts to drive change and create new opportunities for the industries and professionals of all backgrounds. First and foremost, it's the right thing to do. And, you know, MBA stands for every member in our industry, and it's our, I think it's really our responsibility to make sure we're focused on what's important for the industry as a whole, how we can best support our members, and really help our members achieve as much success as possible. And so, MBA has always been on the forefront of, you know, trends and making sure that our members have information and support so that they are ready as those trends, you know, are realized. And we've had um, diversity and inclusion as um, mm, a priority so of our board of a direct, from our board of directors for several years now, and um, we will continue to put the effort forward to make sure that inclusion and young professionals and empower all of the things that are going to make our industry better, that we will continue to stay focused on the trends, make sure we bring powerful resources to our members, and we hold ourselves accountable inside of MBA to make sure we don't lose focus on all the things that are important. So, 
so important. Andy just shot over a note. I this is so important to teach men to be inclusive. Andy, absolutely couldn't agree with you more on that. Alice, it'll be fun to have you sitting with me at the sound booth as we record so many stories. And I think that's probably what's so fun about it is it's extemporaneous, Alice. And it's so much fun to see that happening. Again, this is October 26th at the Austin Convention Center in Austin. Do you know which room it's going to be in uh, right off the top of your head, Marsha? Oh, you cracked me up. No, I do not know which room it's going to be in. I think it's going to be in the main ballroom, but yeah. The main ballroom. I'm so sorry to put you on the spot, but we'll we'll try to, as soon as you know, give it to us so we can add that to our show notes, and then we'll encourage people to go out. Folks, take this podcast and download it and share it with the executives in your company. And if you're in the Austin area and not attending the conference, at least register for this. If you're coming to the conference, I think many of you are already planning to fly. Is it already sold out? If I understand correctly, it it's like nearly sold out. Close. Yet we're getting close, but we still have getting a few seats left. Alice, it'll be fun to be sitting there with you, interviewing everybody. Any thoughts, Alice? You have with the one minute we have left. Sign up your partners now so that everybody uh, you can reap the benefits of the Empower event Saturday before the annual conference. Yes. Marsha, thank you so much. Tell Adam uh, we thank you for his contribution. Make sure we covered all the things we wanted. I really appreciate the entire team you have there at the NBA for all that you do for the entire industry and especially what you're doing at Empire. I applaud you and uh, greet Emily Davies. And for those of you that did not listen to that podcast, go back and listen to it. It was really good. We, again, that was April 13th earlier this year. You'll download, you'll enjoy that. One of my favorite comments that gets repeated over and over, when you get to the top, remember to send the elevator back elevator down. Elevator back down, <laughs> absolutely. Send it back down. And that's what Empire is all about. So good. Ah, thank you, Marsha. Folks, that's it for this week's podcast. Look at the Lending Show. We'll be back next week. Tell others about this podcast. I'm asking you to share this one out with everyone. I mean, seriously, take the link from our website and share it out. Again, we've talked about next week. Bill Cosgrove of Union Home Mortgage will be here. It's a pre-recorded interview, and we're going to be talking about leadership technology and the future of GSE reform or some of the other topics we're going to be talking about in addition to the Empower event. Before I go, I just want to say a special thank you to our sponsors who make this podcast possible. Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Finastra, ResX, Warehouse Lending Division of United Bank, the MBA, Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, the CMLA, Velma, KnowledgeCoop, Vidyard, and AI Assist, and more coming. You're interested in advertising, get to our website, contact Paul, who is our producer. He's, he makes this thing all come together. It sounds so good. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week, and look forward to seeing you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.